Hi, AM. I'm sorry for my late response to your latest episode, but I wanted to tell you, you were right on point. I am dealing with that as we speak. As you said, it is time to do new things and we are to conduct ourselves in a new way, in a new manner. And I'm dealing with that right now. As always, you're right on point. I want you to know that your episodes from Grace Pace have helped my walk and my journey with God and God bless you for it. That's all I can say. Keep on bringing the fire as you always do. Take care. Love you. Can't wait till the next episode. Bye for now. Greetings, Grace Pace family, friends, and dedicated listeners. I hope that you're having an awesome day and you're feeling your very best. I'm coming to you with another episode. This one is a little bit different. Uh, It was something that happened to me today and what I wanted to share with you, uh, how God sometimes speaks to us in parables. And so this may not be the same type of uh, laying down message where uh, I'm going to a lot of scriptures and everything. And I'm going to be quoting some scriptures, but um, I'm not going to be like so much into the word today as I am about a certain principle. God gave me this parable this uh, today, and he, he really wanted me to share this with you. So today, um, we just recently had some storms in the area, and I had the opportunity to be in a position to uh, have a pool to to kind of just cool off in after this long storm came through. Uh, While I was getting ready to go to the pool, I noticed that there was a dark green frog that was like in the very bottom of the pool. And I mean, the the dark, the deepest part of this pool is where this, this frog chose to be. I mean, the pool is at the deepest is like nine feet. And this is where the frog was. So, here I am thinking this frog is in this pool and he he must have died during this storm that took place because there was a lot of debris, a lot of tree branches all over the place. And so it was like, okay, just coming out of it and this, out of this storm. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know, you're always going to find some type of dead little critters or something. So here this frog is in this pool and I never have... Uh, I don't have any experience with cleaning pools or anything like that, but I saw this long pole with a net at the end. And so I decided I'm going to get this dead frog out of the pool. So when I went to lift this pole uh, and it was going to, I'm going to be going down deep and I'm seeing this frog down here and I'm trying to come up with a, a strategy. Um, and once I maneuver this pole down uh, with the net on the end, and I'm trying to figure out how to get to this frog. Uh, the closer I got to the frog with this heavy pole, I got like, I think I've tried like maybe quite a few times and it was very futile, uh, made very um, a poor attempt to get the frog out, okay? When I finally did get the net close to the frog, within a fraction of an inch of me being able to scoop the frog up this dead frog 
actually began to move and it wasn't dead at all. <laughs> so this frog was actually not moving the whole time. And then the closer I got, he moves. And what does he do? He casually moves away over to the other side of the pool, but stayed in the deep part, but he moved on the other side of the pool so that he could not be reached by the net. So I had to change my strategy. Here I am trying to learn how to use this net. So I go and I'm swooping and swooping and the net is going right over this frog's head. I mean, literally, I'm thinking that I'm touching the bottom to get this frog and I'm constantly trying to scoop him out and I'm not reaching him at all. And I don't know how, how I'm not getting this frog. And the frog is just so casually in this pool. By now, several, several minutes have passed. I don't really know how long this frog has been in the pool. I do know that this frog, uh, I remember uh, maybe about a week or so, there was a frog that was in the pool and he was dead. And so I'm thinking this frog was dead as well, but he seemed to be very comfortable. He seemed to be unbothered by the fact that he was in a pool. It, it wasn't a pond, it was a pool. And so I'm thinking if he doesn't die, if he, I was thinking he was dead already, but I was thinking he's not going to live long if he doesn't get out of this pool. Even though it is a body of water, it is not designed for him. This pH in this water is not going to be the best place for him because it has chemicals in it. And um, so these chemicals in the pool that's designed to keep algae out and keep all types of impurities out the pool is going to create some problems for his skin the longer he stays in. So I'm finally, I figured out a way to get the net just at a certain angle to where I'm certain that I am scraping the very bottom of the pool. And I think that I must have tired the poor guy out because I kept trying to get him and he kept moving around. And so I finally was able to scoop him out. And as I scooped him out of the pool, um, I tossed him over the fence in, in another area, which I knew that there was no no uh, danger of him going back into a pool. Now, as I was tossing this frog over the fence, um, God began to speak to me. And um, this parable is what he he spoke to me. Uh, well, that, that was uh, basically, he said, there are a lot of people that are in the same situation as the frog. And what he meant by that was they are in so deep in environments or a place, whether that be a place of depression or whether that be a place of sin or whether that be a location where they should not be that is not conducive for their walk with God or for their life or their livelihood or their well-being. But whatever this place is, it is an environment that is not conducive for them. It is an atmosphere that appears to be comfortable. It appears to be the right place, just as the frog. While the frog was in a body of water, which is the right place for any amphibious 
a creature to be, this body of water was laced with all types of danger that could in the end cause great harm to the frog. For instance, the pH level in the water is not the same as the pH in a pond or in a lake or a stream where the frog would feel more at home. The pH in this pool is filled with toxins that could damage the skin of this frog uh, over long periods of time and could actually damage the frog just from him being in there and getting out. And then, uh, you know, some type of way uh, he gets dried up from the chemicals or his skin. It could damage his skin and, or anything like that. And then the other danger that this frog could end up having is that there's a filtration system that this pool has that was turned off because of the storm. When the filtration system, which was on a timer, had the filtration system come come on, the frog could have been sucked in from either side to be placed in a basket and possibly met his demise by, by being trapped within this basket uh, for extended period of time. Or the frog could have met his demise by there's a vacuum that goes off at a certain time as well that sucks all of the debris and the dirt from the bottom of the pool. And so at that time that the frog was relaxing and being very comfortable and casually resting in the pool, well, those, those um, systems were not active at that time. So the frog was in a false sense of security and safety. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you could be in a false sense of safety and security and not recognize that you are in danger? Now, this frog was in the very depth of the pool. He was right in the midst, the thick of all of the danger. And he was so deep that I was trying my best to get down to him. I was having a difficult time reaching him, especially when he started to squirm and move around and go in different directions. Hallelujah. How many of you have been trying to reach out to someone that is in the depths of an environment, the depths of toxicity, the depths of danger or crisis? They seem to be comfortable. They look like they are having the time of their lives, but they are in danger and they don't even know it. God told me that there are some that are in danger and they don't even recognize it. They don't even know it. They don't even understand that the net is being put out to try to reach them. And they casually, just, just casually skirt away from safety, skirt away from security. They scurry off so that they can continue to do what they believe is for them. So this frog believed that this body of water was the appropriate place for them. So yes, it was the body of water, but it was not the right body of water. Yes, you could be in a place, but it is not the place. It is meant for someone, but it's not meant for you. Just as that pool, it was established for someone, but it wasn't established for the frog. And so how many of you understand 
And I apologize in advance for the sound that's happening that you hear, you may not hear it, but just in case uh, the enemy doesn't want this message to get out. I usually encounter a lot of distraction and I usually am always in a fight hallelujah, before I do a podcast episode. I need you to continue to pray because I know that the enemy does not want the word to get out. He doesn't want people to hear from God. He doesn't want people to get direction from the Lord. God wants to share with you what is going on around you. He wants to get the word out and the enemy fights me tooth and nail whenever I put out a podcast episode. So friends and family and dedicated listeners, please, continue to keep me lifted up in prayer. But I'd like to let you know that this frog was in this pool. This frog was in a place where he actually was not welcomed. The same way that sometimes we as believers, we can be serving God for a good season and then we go out on the limb and we run out in the sin and we run out in the streets and we start playing with people and environments and an atmosphere that was never designed for us. It is a trap that was designed and set up for uh, people to be lured into so that they can be enticed by the enemy and trapped and, and ensnared. So when you're in this environment, you know, we believe that we're secure and we're safe and happy and that this environment is a good place for us. The person that, or the, 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 the entity that has designed that environment does not love you, does not care for you, does not want you. Hi there. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you for being a valued listener. Thank you for all of your monetary contributions. And more importantly, just thank you for tuning in for another episode of Grace Pace. I hope that you're being blessed by the content and I look forward to hearing from you. You can contact me by email at gracepace.pcast at gmail.com or feel free to leave a voicemail message right at the bottom of every episode that you're listening to. Say you're listening on Spotify. There is a place where you can press a button and leave a recorded message, and I will get that message. So uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Have a great day. But the entity wants to destroy you. The Bible says that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And you know, Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But how many of you know, if you keep playing in atmospheres and environments that are not conducive for you the way that frog was, his time was limited. And eventually there was going to come something whether it be the vacuum, whether it be the filtration system, or whether the heat starts popping in and the chemicals start disturbing that skin and breaking down the body of that frog. At some point, he, there was going to be a reckoning. In the same way, we can only play in hell's kitchen for so long. Hallelujah. Eventually, when you play in an environment or in an atmosphere that is not designed for you, you can only do it for so long before it begins to take its toll. That pool was not designed for the frog and neither is the environment 
that's toxic for your soul. It's not designed for you. You have been created in God's image. And we must understand that being created in God's image, no matter how low you go, you may have turned to God at some point in your life and then you decided, hey, that's not for me. Christianity is not my thing. But you know what? If you took on the name of Jesus Christ and you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he will always be there for you. And you will always be a reject when you go in the enemy's camp. The devil doesn't love you. He's going to destroy any person who he knows is taking on the name of Jesus Christ. And he's going to destroy the ones that don't take on the name of Jesus Christ. The reason why? Because from the time that you were created in your mother's womb, you were created in God's image. And because of that, Satan hates you. Hallelujah. So I know this might be a word that is not the happy-go-lucky word that normally is produced, but God wants me to share this with someone so he can get them to understand that you are not in the environment that God has designed for you. God has a place for you. God has an environment for you. God has the place where you are supposed to be. Hallelujah. And if you are struggling in your body, if you you are feeling afflicted through depression or oppression, if you are having thoughts that are swimming around in your head or in your mind that are trying to make you feel weighed down or despair, hallelujah, God wants you to understand that he is a deliverer. He is a savior and he desires to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Hallelujah. And to the one that is trying to fish into the pool to deliver that that one that is in the mist in the thick in the deep hallelujah of whatever that environment is it could be depression oppression it could be anger malice unforgiveness hallelujah it could be um any type of sexual sin or deviant deviant behavior uh, whatever the situation, homelessness of anything that God is able, sickness can weigh you down and make you feel like you have, you've just sunken so deep. You have sunken so deep that you cannot rise again, but God is able. He is a deliverer and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And how many of you know that he will also send someone to scoop you out. If you don't have the energy or the strength, hallelujah, that's what this podcast is all about. Hallelujah. You can get strength from different places. God is able. Hallelujah. So while I was trying to get this frog out of the midst of this pool, I finally was able to lift him up and free him. And in the same way, God wants to scoop you up, deliver you, set you free. He didn't know what kind of situation he was in. Hallelujah. Many of us don't even know. We, we don't understand what circumstances, what situations we are in. We don't understand the dangers. We don't understand the boundaries or parameters. It's unfamiliar terrain to us, but we think we're having a good time. We think we're having fun. We can be lured in because of what it may be so enticing. And I want you to know that sin always looks good for a season. The Bible says that sin 
looks good for a season. And I paraphrase, but the Bible clearly says it's for a season. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, it may seem fun. You may be enjoying yourself. And then you're going to wake up with that hangover. You're going to wake up with that despair. And then you're going to have another problem to deal with. Because whenever you play in situations or, or any type of environment that's not created for you, there's always going to be a backlash. And the enemy is going to always make sure of it. And you may get away the first time, the second time, third time, or fourth time. But eventually, there's going to come a time when you're going to have to give an account for it all, for being in the environment. So the other thing that God was speaking to me about this is that the frog appeared to be dead. Hallelujah. But he was alive. He was quite alive. And when I got near enough to him with that net to try to fish him out, and he started fighting that net and trying to get away, I, I learned very quickly that he was very much alive. And, and how many of us, we think that the situation or the circumstance is just dead in our lives or that is dead in the life of the person that we've been praying for. And it seems like there is no hope. They seem to just, it's just at a lost cause. Hallelujah. Well, God wants you to know it's not a lost cause. And I feel the Holy Spirit so strongly on this. He wants you to continue to pray and to, to pray and reach out in love because, you know, the Bible tells us that love can cover a multitude of sin. Hallelujah. If you're feeling depression today, God wants you to know that he loves you and that no matter how you may feel, he is love. God is love. And so I would like for you to understand that there is no pool that is so deep. There is no place that is so deep that God cannot reach you. Hallelujah. And so don't be discouraged when it seems like you're constantly reaching out to that person and they're not responding. Don't get offended. Don't be hurt by that. Continue to pray. Continue to keep the right mindset. Allow your heart to be focused on what, what you're trying to achieve. Allow your heart to be knit to the idea that God is able and that he is a rewarder of those that seek him. Continue to understand that God is a prayer answering God and that he will answer your prayer in due season. And so uh, I would like to just share this one verse of scripture uh, and it's coming from Philippians 4. And I may have referred to this scripture before. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Um, rejoice in the Lord. It's Philippians 4. Uh, and it starts out with verse uh, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So make sure that you trust God, believe God, 
And don't allow yourself to become anxious, no matter what you may see, no matter what you may experience, and no matter what you may be going through. Trust God in the process. I just would like to end this episode with a brief prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you knowing that you are able to keep us from falling, knowing that God, no matter how deep we may fall, no matter how much we may feel the uh, depression or anxiety or worry, God, you are there. No matter what atmosphere or environment that the enemy may try to place us in or entice us to go to, God, you are there and you are able to snatch us out of the pits of hell. And Father, I declare and decree deliverance, God, that you will set the captives free. Father, we receive deliverance right now from every attack of the enemy, every attack over our mind. We plead the blood of Jesus over depression, oppression, anger, malice, spite. We just pull down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of who you are, Lord Jesus. Father, we praise you for your precious blood that you shed. And Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit to be upon us and in us, to preside, reside, and abide with us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for healing in our bodies, in our minds, and in our soul. God, and we pray for the cleansing power of your word to just flood our hearts, God, that we might not sin against you in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to another episode of Grace Pace, and I am your host, A.M. Wilson, and I pray that you have an amazing, awesome, blessed day. Mm-hmm.